When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Turn up the volume. We're crossing live to the sports desk. What's fresh? What's making waves? Let's find out. And yes, this is courtesy, of course, of Polaris, uh, who uh, continue with their field day specials. You can get all sorts of accessories at uh, great value uh, from uh, the people at Polaris with those magnificent vehicles, particularly the Ranger. Like a Ranger. I'd love a Ranger. Okay, uh, Louis Herman Watt. Uh, let's uh, get uh, stuck into uh, the, the well, the golf. Of course, we hardly mentioned the golf. Uh, primarily, of course, but I would imagine because uh, well, Hillier wasn't too bad, but Ryan Fox very disappointing. Mm, subtle request for some new khaki, Smithy. Yeah, let, let's start at the bottom and work to the top because, and we'll, we'll check in with our uh, tips from David Bolesky. And it doesn't take long before we see a notable name tied 153rd. There's only 156 people lining up, and it's Justin Thomas, who is dead set a broken golfer, and you've mentioned this recently, Smithy. I think the, the big concern that David said was it's all different parts of his game that are broken. Uh, one week it's his driver, one week it's his short game, then it's his putter. Well, everything was broken yesterday. He finished 11 over. In a word or two, would you pick him for the Ryder Cup team to, to get back in his formidable partnership with Jordan Spieth? Absolutely not. I don't think Zach Johnson can afford to have him on the side. I mean, you know, he, he, I mean, he has been a good performer, uh, but here's a scorecard yesterday. I mean, you just can't afford to have a guy who is going off the rails to the extent after uh, five holes he was uh, even with the card, uh, and then he dropped uh, a shot on the sixth. He dropped two on the seventh. He dropped another one on the ninth. So he's uh, four over at the turn. Then he um, finishes uh, with. A six, a four, uh, a four, a four, and a nine. He shot a nine, for goodness sake. Uh, I mean, that, that is crazy, crazy stuff for any golfer. We saw uh, Lydia Ko shoot big numbers, and that's because uh, she broke the rules as opposed to played poorly. But Justin Thomas is just, you can see it in his body language too. He's normally a dapper, sort of a bit of a strutter. He has lost it. You can see it from his shoulders down and the expressions on his face. Uh, he's in trouble, so uh, he'll be doing his lawns this weekend. And Foxy, if he's not ha- uh, not very careful, he'll be at least able to go fishing somewhere. Well, I don't know what the cut line will be, Smithy, but Daniel Hillier's seven over, so is Ryan Fox. So Foxy's going to have to shoot something pretty, I mean, maybe three, four, four or five, maybe three, four under today, I'd, I imagine, to even get a sniff of the cut line. I don't know. I, I still suspect he can do it. Phil Mickelson, six over with John Daly. There's a couple of American legends there. Uh, we'll keep moving through and we'll see if we can spot any of our golfers of interest. So... Um, Ernie Els, by the way, who just absolutely whacked Liv Golf in a, a press conference he gave. He's four over. Uh, John Rahm, we were just talking off air, Smithy. We're, we've got John Rahm on high alert for his game being in some trouble. He's three over with Justin Rose. Dustin Johnson, we were thinking that he might be one of the pick of the Liv Golfers. Well, he's three over as well. Louis Oosthuizen, former winner, of course. Colin Murray-Kawa and Tony Fina, they are both two over. Uh, we'll keep going through. 
see if we can pick up any of our other golfers we are following um, because with keen interest we, we were all watching Cam Smith, Ricky Fowler, Adam Scott we were pretty keen on those guys well they're one over and I don't think they are out of it by any means they just need to stay in the hunt until their game starts to heat up some strange shots from uh, Cam Smith I, I must say Rory McIlroy he's on even par we're watching him with keen interest of course Luca, Lucas Herbert played well until he had an absolute brain explosion on the uh, 17th or 18th. Victor Hovland's one under. He's in a tie of 19th, and this is where he, it starts to get serious. Xander Shoffley, he was up and down. He's one under with Scotty Scheffler, Brooks Kepka, and Patrick Cantlay. Those guys can win this tournament. Patrick Reed's one under as well. Jordan Spieth got himself two under. The local boy, M. Jordan. What a fantastic story that is. He's been a member since he was three, and he, he teed off and he put one in the fairway and saved par, then managed to get a birdie to even lead the event at some stage. Max Homer, he's three under. Uh, we were, were tipped him with some interest. Wyndham Clark, he is a major champion now, and he's playing like at three under. And then it's Tommy Fleetwood at five under with the Argentinian Grillo and the South African amateurite, Christo Lamprecht. Have you seen the size of this guy? Yeah, he's, all, he's a big guy. He's from South Africa. I mean, if you didn't know where he was from, You'd, uh, you'd probably take a punt who was from South Africa, wouldn't you? Uh, they breed him big there, but he is big, powerful amateur uh, and just uh, absolutely reigning in the con- uh, and, and the atmosphere and the, the special thing of being seeing his name up there on the leaderboard, tied for the lead after the first round of the 151st Open Championship out of Royal uh, Liverpool. And uh, I, I've got to say, when I look at that uh, leaderboard, uh, there's only one major winner um, and the top... Uh, 13, 14, 15. Uh, and that, of course, is, uh, is Wyndham Clark, who won uh, the US Open just recently. Uh, so you know, you've got to be thinking that um, it'll come from on major ability. Uh, you've got to be thinking. In fact, Stuart Singh has won the US, uh, the British Open, the Open Championship. He now plays basically on the Champions Tour. But Stuart Singh has won uh, the Open Championship. So I take that back in that respect. But I don't see Stuart Singh winning this. And I don't see anyone um, in the top six or seven barring uh, Wyndham Clark winning it either, to be perfectly honest. And what about the coverage yesterday? It started around 5.30 New Zealand time, and it finished at 9.30 this morning. (laughs) 9.30 this morning. Uh, That is 16 hours of live golf. 16 hours. Do do you suspect you've been in this world, Smithy? Do you suspect the directors and producers are on shifts, or are they asked to do the whole day? No, no, they'll be um, on. They'll be on shifts. They'll probably take two hours on, two hours off. There'll be at least yeah. two of them in the director's chair. Uh, some of the camera people and that will go the whole hog, though. Uh, they might oh. get an hour off for lunch or half an hour off for lunch. But some of the camera people will, will go the distance. So the ones in the uh, in the platforms behind the greens, etc., they probably have lunch, etc., delivered to them, and they'll have portaloos close by. But I mean, sixteen hours of coverage, um, absolutely yeah. phenomenal. You'd be tempted to have a nap on your lunch break, wouldn't you? Hey, um, totally different sport, completely different sport. Let's go to the track. Zoe Hobbs, second at the Spitz in Luzerne with a time of 11.08 in the women's 100 metres, beaten by Shellyanne Fraser-Price, who is a genuine superstar from Jamaica. Zoe Hobbs, she is strength to strength and becoming one of our true sporting stars. So she's obviously qualified for the Olympics already, and we've got her on red alert and uh, the Tour de France overnight, well, it's much the same. 
Pugaccia managed to, to claw a tiny little bit of time back, but pretty insignificant. And I did see and, and read some comments and hear Pugaccia talking about how honestly sad he was to start the day. And, and he's he's really just, he's got no answers to why he blew up two stages ago and, and he couldn't go on with it. And he actually said that the Peloton Smithy, he, he felt better when he got out there because he had, and you do see this when you watch cycling, they cycle up to each other and they might have a chit-chat then they move on have a chit-chat. He said he had guys coming up to him just telling him to, to stay positive and, you know, it happens to all of us and not to worry. So, I mean, how good how good of some camaraderie for the young man is that to have his peers kind of understand and try and empathise with what he's going through? I wonder if uh, Jonas Vingegaard uh, came up alongside him and said, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry about breaking you the other day, pal. Uh, let's hope that you can complete the event. Uh, I hope I haven't mentally destroyed you going forward. Um, <laughs> I, I just don't know. But you're right, there is a lot of camaraderie because there's a lot of teamwork involved um, in uh, the Tour de France. But yes, Vingegaard has got it to himself and uh, he'll be peddling with a glass of champagne down the Champs-Élysées in a few days' time. Um, with back-to-back victories in the event and uh, Pagacha, well, me may be thinking about next year and um, how long will it be a two-horse race? That's the other interesting thing. I mean, the Yates brothers from the UK, uh, they've been pretty prominent this year, but when is the next superstar going to come along? Bearing in mind that these kids are around, I call them kids because they're only in their early 20s uh, at this point in time.